Welcome to the Breaking Health Podcast, a series of discussions with the most disruptive CEOs and leaders in digital health. Hey everyone, this is Tom Salami. Welcome back to a very special Breaking Health Podcast. Steve Krupa has the week off, but he and I will be at the Digital Health Innovation Summit next week. It's happening on October 11th in Boston. Please go to dhis.net for all the information you need. You can check out our great agenda. You can register and definitely be in the room. Remember, this thing has sold out in recent years, so you want to make sure you get in. My guest today is none other than Bill Geary. Bill, of course, is the co-founder and partner of Flare Capital Partners. More to the point, though, he is the co-chair of the Digital Healthcare Innovation Summit. He and Robert Mittendorf of Norwest teamed up to put together a fantastic agenda. Once again, go to dhis.net to check it out. Bill and I are going to talk a bit more about the agenda today. But before we do, uh, he has created a list, a very telling list, I think a very compelling list, his top seven health tech digital health truisms. This is uh, the kind of information you get from the Breaking Health podcast and from our great co-chairs. So let's get right into a conversation with Bill Geary. Bill Geary of Flare Capital Partners, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you, Tom. Super excited to be here and really excited for our upcoming uh, DHIS Summit in Boston on October 11. Really looking forward to it. So thanks for having me. Of course. And no, of course, you're the co-chair of that as well. And uh, you and your uh, your the other co-chair, Robert Bittendorf, are doing an excellent job putting together the agenda. And we talk a lot. I don't think people understand how much we talk about healthcare and helping you folks put this agenda together. It really kind of gives you, a, I think, a chance to sort of sit down and and, uh, and just, just see the lay of the land a bit more clearly when you're trying to assemble an agenda like this. And we've, we've talked about, you know, what that, that insight gives you. And I know you've come up with a list, which I think is kind of a cool list. You're, you're, you've got a top seven health tech, digital health truisms, which I think seven is a great number, by the way. Ten is kind of cliche. Seven, seven is a robust number. I kind of want to go through these one by one and, uh, and just sort of understand what putting together this agenda, what, what working out in the field and making these investments, sort of what lessons you've walked away with. So this is a bit different than normal podcasts we've done. So I'm going to sort of hand the mic to you, so to speak. And uh, let's, let's walk through this, uh, this list of truisms that you've compiled. Yeah, no, thanks, Tom. I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy to do it and excited to do it. You know, the, the first one, and I think this is going to be evidenced in our agenda on October 11, but the first truism for me is that the most profound health tech and digital health companies are either, number one, taking on novel and clinical and financial risk for those highest cost and most in need, uh, members of our society and you know population cohorts, or they're providing critical solutions and services to those new and legacy risk-bearing organizations to deliver on that opportunity. So they're either novel risk-bearing entities, mm-hmm. or they're providing the critical solutions that drive and power those new and legacy risk-bearing entities to take on risk, and and that's really at the heart of uh, being able to reduce healthcare costs in the U.S., which is the critical value proposition of all of these of all these companies. Can you can you define what a critical solution is, or is it sort of you know it when you when you see it? What 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 makes you go aha? This is a this is a, a, a an excellent way to go about this problem. Well, 
Uh, I think there are a couple of elements as to as to what as to what makes for uh, a successful, you know, kind of critical solution. One of them certainly is uh, what's the ROI and what's the payback for the customers that 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 solutions provider is serving, and and so which actually gets me to to another truism, uh, which in short is the more screwed up our U.S. healthcare system is the more opportunity there is for all of us to fix it. So in other words, you know, complexity, right, plus regulatory issues equals the opportunity for profound potential cost reduction impact. And, and that impact has to be twofold. It's got to be a five-to-one ROI for the customers and a less than or equal to 12-month payback. And those are, that's kind of, those are the economic boundaries. That's the economic re- reality of the customers that uh, health tech and digital health solutions are are bringing their services and bringing their software to, and 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 a five to one ROI with a less than or equal to twelve month payback is the bogey that needs to be hit. That's amazing. That's a it's a quick payback and it's a huge ROI. How do you measure that ROI uh, with the customers? And is it is it just depending upon the area this company is focused on or What's the measure for ROI with the, with this truism? Yeah, I think it it just depends on where where the company is is focused, and and you've got to measure you've got to develop that ROI model in concert with the customer, and and so it has to survive the test of reasonableness with the customer and be developed alongside of the customer and have that customer's blessing, mm-hmm. and and which which actually leads me to uh, which which leads me to another truism. <laughs> this is great that, that there are. This is my third one. There are five most interesting and best health tech slash digital health customer segments, and, and they are in this order. Number one, pharma. Number two, self-funded employers. Number three, payers. Number four, consumers. And number five, providers. While keeping in mind that every successful company requires penetration in two of the five, perhaps simultaneously. Wow. And so those five customer segments, that's the audience of, and it isn't to say, again, that they're mutually exclusive. Of course, they're not. That's the audience that health tech and digital health solutions are bringing their products and services to, and, um, and, and simultaneous penetration in two of the five is almost a necessity. In fact, I think it's required. Hey everyone, Tom here. I want to tell you two quick things. Number one, we'll be publishing the list of truisms, Bill's list of truisms on the Digital Healthcare Innovation Summit website. Go to dhis.net, look for podcast, look for Bill's photo, click on that, and you'll get all seven truisms there for you to read through, memorize, print out, whatever you want to do. While you're there, if you have not already registered for the Digital Healthcare Innovation Summit, here's what you should do. Sign up, register, use the code B health that's be health for breaking health and you will save yourself $400 off the registration fee that's our way of thanking you our loyal breaking health podcast listeners for listening to the show we really do enjoy putting this out we really do enjoy seeing you at the digital health innovation summit so this is a, a, a way to get both please go to dhis.net to register right away now let's get back into this conversation with bill geary so, Bill, what is the next truism? Let's uh, let's keep the list going. The, the next one for me, we all talk about a lot, but you know, investors do, entrepreneurs and founders do, 
and and listen, I'm 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 an admitted you know optimist. Uh, otherwise, I probably wouldn't be in the venture capital business. But 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 here's my next one: that our industry is nowhere near overfunded. I think the market need is enormous and largely unmet. What 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 in fact is overfunded is there are too many narrowly focused solutions providers which have raised too much capital and they're masquerading as real companies. Uh, and they're not. They're narrow point solutions. Uh, and, and honestly, most of us kind of don't want to talk about that. And we use the fundraising difficulties of more narrow point solutions, you know, to say that the industry is overfunded or we use other macro numbers that say, how could that increase in funding from year over year be sustained? And doesn't it feel overfunded just because, just because it's, you know, 30% up or 40% up or 50% up from, you know, a year or two ago. But I think the real reckoning is, is not with regard to the industry being overfunded. It's with regard to too many narrowly focused point solutions uh, that aren't real companies, and that's the coming reckoning. So that is more of an under-innovation or under-innovated rather than overfunded. You need more creative ideas to solve these problems that aren't going anywhere. That's, that's exactly right. That aren't point solutions, but are doing one of two things. They're either enabling novel risk-bearing entities and or legacy risk-bearing entities to do something dramatically different, or they're taking the clinical and financial risk themselves you know, using their own solutions and services. Interesting. Let's let's get into the next one. I think this is an interesting one about geography. Well, I think different from kind of the traditional tech industry, uh, no one region of the U.S. dominates our health tech, digital health industry uh, like it does in, in traditional tech. So geographically, our industry is spread out among, you know, 10 to 12 major metro areas, uh, uh, surprisingly evenly. Um, and, and some of that's evidenced in the data uh, in terms of, you know, company creation and fundraisings, uh, follow-on new investments, uh, but, but some of it isn't. But those major metro areas that are hotbeds of health tech and digital health uh, kind of company creation and follow-on activity and entrepreneurs uh, and the educational infrastructure uh, as well as kind of legacy solutions providers to enable all, are Boston, San Francisco, LA, Minneapolis, New York City, Nashville, Denver, Houston, the RTP area, uh, Chicago, and Austin. And in each of those areas, uh, there's a hotbed of activity, in some cases growing incredibly rapidly. And, and every one of those areas has the infrastructure uh, to sponsor and develop and build big companies, you know, going after, going after big problems. And, and of course we all know that, you know, that starts with, uh, with great teams of people and every one of those areas, um, uh, has those attributes. And I think it makes our industry quite unique that geographically we're as, we're as spread out as we are and not so concentrated in, you know, San Francisco and then Boston and New York. And that's another great point. And I know we have fun with it at the conference. We'll have our uh, East versus West, VC panel, The Battle for Supremacy, again, uh, a sequel to last year's, I think, most popular panel. So uh, we do have fun with the East-West thing, but we're, we're kind of leaning on, uh, on history with that, with that theme. The VCs and innovation, they're, they're everywhere now, right? Well, they're everywhere. And that was a great panel last year, uh, and it will be, it'll be a great panel again this year <laughs> like fun. and super fun. Um, but you're right. Geographically in our industry, um, 
it's it's in it's in a dozen major markets. Next year we'll have to have revenge of the of the Midwest or something like that. It, well, exactly. Now, last year we had another session, as you recall, we had kind of two uh, leaders in AI and machine learning, mm-hmm. two kind of academic leaders, you know, uh, kind of company uh, founder. Uh, types as well, uh, Zach Kohaney at Harvard Medical School in the in the biomedical informatics department, as well as a tool Butte at UCSF, who was at Stanford before that and was a postdoc in Zach's labs before that. We had them kind of face off with regard to AI and and machine learning, and that leads me to another truism, which is that AI and machine learning is not a vertical. Mm-hmm. It's not a standalone vertical. It's a set of critically important technologies that have to be incorporated horizontally in every successful solutions provider. You know, for me, it's akin to uh, intelligent analytics. Mm-hmm. People used to think about analytics as a vertical and that there were, you know, analytics-driven investments. And, and of course, today, there isn't a successful company that, that doesn't have its own analytics platform, its own analytics substrate to drive its solutions. And AI and ML are exactly like that. It's not a vertical but a set of really important technologies incorporated horizontally. How important is it for a company to have an AI strategy? Is it the, is it the sort of the China strategy that people used to ask for uh, 15 years ago? Is it uh, something that every company needs to think about? Yes, every company needs to think about it, but it's not, it's not some standalone strategy that you hire a discrete exec to go think about your AI strategy mm-hmm. uh, and how you incorporate machine learning and how you, you know, train data sets on, 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 on large amounts of data to get them, to get them better, you know, over time, uh, it just needs to be infused as part of the DNA of the solutions provider and incorporated with. It's not a bolt-on. Excellent, good advice. And let's get to, to the final and I think the the most important of the uh, of the Bill Gary truisms. Well, the the last one for me is, you know, just like in all other young emerging private companies in our industry. Strength of team, strength of management team is number one. Market opportunity, number two. Compelling business model, number three. And the specific product and solution, number four. And, and I would say, don't start with number four and then work backwards. Start with number one. And number one is strength of team. Uh, great people point at big markets, develop compelling business models and businesses and build great solutions. And it's in that order. It's not in the reverse order. And the same is true in our industry. Excellent. Well, that's, that's great observations and, and, and some great advice mixed in there as well. Finally, before I let you go, as I mentioned at the top, you've been working hard on the, uh, the Digital Healthcare Innovation Summit, which is happening next week, hard to believe, on October 11th. So what are uh, – I know I'm looking forward to the East versus West panel. I'm looking forward to hearing from uh, Andy Slavitt. Uh, any high points you want to – touch upon it and uh, share with our listeners? Well, thanks, Tom. I think those two sessions will be fantastic. We also have a digital therapeutics panel. So there's been a lot of attention on digital therapeutics. uh, And we've got several uh, leaders uh, there, the CEO of Achille uh, Labs, the CEO of Pear, uh, the CEO of a really interesting startup, uh, who was the former chief medical officer at Magellan Healthcare. Uh, And then we have an exec uh, from Verily. So I'm excited about, about that panel. Uh, we also have, uh, I think, a really interesting uh, panel focused on how health tech is helping families, uh, and very specifically there, uh, the founder and CEO of Everly Well, uh, Julia Cheek, Kate Ryder uh, from Maven, Paris Wallace from Ovia Health, 
Um, and I think that's really going to be fascinating. Keith Figlioli from LRV Health is interviewing Bert Zimmerly, one of the leading uh, provider system CFOs, uh, who is, uh, you know, just a rock star and, and, and I think, you know, going to have uh, some great uh, advice for all of us. We are going to take a deep dive into new risk-bearing care models. And so my colleague, Dan Geber-Medden, is going to be leading a panel which includes execs and founders from CityBlock, from Agilon, from Axial Healthcare, also from Cigna. Uh, and we have a late-breaking entrant on that panel, uh, Mona Siddiqui, the chief data officer of HHS, who's going to be with us in the audience. And we're, we're, uh, we've enticed her to join us on a panel, which we're super uh, excited about. Uh, we've got Bob Sheehy, the CEO of Bright Health, who'll be doing an interview uh, just after lunch, uh, and I uh, think that'll be quite re well received. A panel on patient uh, kind of financial responsibility uh, with the two leading companies, VisitPay and Cedar, uh, and um, and then we also have uh, a session on new care models for seniors, uh, where uh, Ed Park, uh, co-founder and CEO of Devoted Health, the chief business officer at Bright Health, Rachel Winokur, and Kyle Armbrister uh, from Signify Health, formerly Aetna, uh, will be there as well. And the chief medical officer of Microsoft uh, is another great one to highlight. Um, and so I think we're, we're, we're going to learn a lot, and the audience will learn a lot about how Microsoft is thinking about uh, healthcare now in a, in a renewed, you know, reinvigorated way as kind of all the tech companies point at the massive opportunity in, uh, in healthcare and try and bring solutions to it. So, so it's a great, a great day. It's content packed, uh, kind of kicking things off, uh, you know, right at the outset with, with registration at 730, uh, but opening remarks at 825. So we're so uh, content packed that, that, that we're doing things in five minute, five minutes uh, uh, sections of the agenda. So at 825, we will kick off with uh, co-chair remarks uh, from Robert Mittendorf, uh, my uh, VC colleague and friend from Norwest Venture Partners and co-chair uh, and I, and I um, think it's just going to be a great day and really excited to be a part of it again this year. So thanks, Tom. Oh, it's our pleasure. It's been a real, I think the challenge has been getting all this great content onto the day without, <laughs> without going too late into the evening. So uh, it's been a good problem to have. I do want to just take a moment. You mentioned uh, Keith's interview with Bert Zimmerle. Uh, that's going to be an episode of our upcoming, I have to plug this, our upcoming Healthcare is Hard, a podcast for insiders. So Keith is uh, grabbing a microphone and starting his own podcast. It's going to be a partnership we're doing with LRV. So uh, if you enjoy this podcast, folks, you should uh, tune into that one as well. So it's a, it's a great new addition to the, the Healthogy line. Excellent. Well, Bill, this has been uh, very informational and uh, exciting. I can't wait till next week. Same here, Tom. Really appreciate it. Thanks again. All right. Well, that is a wrap. Bill, Gary, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for putting so much thought into what you do and for sharing those thoughts with us. Once again, the top seven health tech digital health truisms will be listed on the DHIS.net website. Just go to the podcast page and you'll be able to, uh, to read up on them, to re remember them, to memorize them, to print them out, keep them in your wallet, whatever you want to do. But uh, it's a great list. And thanks, Bill, again for sharing it. Thanks also to our podcast listeners for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And of course, do tell your friends. And finally, when you're at DHIS.net memorizing the top seven truisms, might as well register and join us on October 11th in Boston. It's going to be a great day. You can see these lessons sort of play out in front of you. You can hear directly from the folks who are living these experiences. 
and uh, you'll uh, make some great connections while you're there. So go to dhis.net to register. Don't forget, you as a podcast listener have the opportunity to save some serious money by using the Be Health code. When you register, use the Be Health code for breaking health and you will save $400 off the price. That is definitely something you need to do. So go to dhis.net. Join us at the Digital Healthcare Innovation Summit in Boston, my and Bill Geary's hometown.